friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron peeps, it's time for a Fearless Flyer, or a combination of Fearless Flyer episodes here, because I have in my hand, uh, uh, I have in my warm little hand here, the fall 2021 autumn, awesomely autumnal pumpkin palooza Fearless Flyer. I've already heard from patron or listeners and patrons that uh, another one's out there. I don't know if they're going to do two, two more. I guess normally they do a newspaper style one for the holidays, but so they may have a Thanksgiving and a holiday seasonal one. So we shall see. So this one opens. It's got a. It's a regular thing. It's got a couple pumpkin people cheersing to fall to pumpkin season and to sharing your pumpkin oat beverage. Now I have been drinking oat beverage. I don't drink a lot of Trader Joe's oat beverage uh, that I can think of. But that's one of the ones that are b- b- vegan, gluten free, kosher pumpkin oat beverage. It uh, um, haven't had it. Uh, but uh, it says, you know, pumpkin puree. Oh, wait, if, if we had seasonal stuff. Pumpkin puree, natural pumpkin spice flavor, cane sugar, and a little sea salt for balance. So it does sound pretty good. And they say, just try it on cereal. Uh, try it in coffee. It's two forty nine for 32 ounces, which uh, is four cups, I believe. Now, I've heard from listeners uh, that these pumpkin spice espresso beans are the cat's... If, if a cat if cat's pajamas were edible, <laughs> there's there's a statement that'll never make any sense. Uh, but like uh, you'd say, if something that could be cat's pajamas was edible, because if it was ever cat's pajamas, um, hello, even cat fans, everyone would say, Scoots... The cats, like, because then it would have to be not edible by cats. And, like, cats would ignore it. Also, pajamas cats would wear, as far as I know, is very rare. I think we've talked about this. Like, why would something be called cat's pajamas? Because, like, they'd have to, well, I mean, because they'd have to be so comfortable a cat would wear them. But definitely no edible cat's pajamas, uh. But these pumpkin spice espresso beans, I haven't tried them. I guess I got to see if they still have them in stock. Because when I'm recording this is like the November first couple days. So, oh, white chocolate, pumpkin powder, aromatic pumpkin pie spices, annatto, turmeric. Sounds pretty good. 99 cents. Uh, pumpkin bread and muffin mix, regular or gluten-free. Haven't had this. Uh but they're here for you, heralding the arrival of pumpkin season, foundation of our pumpkin party. I'm not a big muffin person because I only have like like one breakfast a week that's like no holds barred or whatever. All my other breakfasts are very conservative and, for, you know, based on building blocks of my day. Just like a sleep podcast, you say, my breakfast is boring. So when I do have breakfast on Saturday, that's when I say, well, let's go, let's go wild. Then I say, I don't know if going wild is a muffin. Uh, now we will get to something, hopefully, that I say, that's what I had for, that's what I had for my going wild breakfast or a couple of things. 
Okay, let's go to the next page because I just saw something I can highly recommend. I haven't had it in a while, but it's spatchcocked, uh, spatchcocked uh, le- re- lemon rosemary chicken. And uh, this is this is a great way to cook a chicken where you're not like you're pretty much you're cooking a whole chicken, you're roasting it, or you can grill it. But it's a little bit easier to cook for those of us I don't know that tend to to to, to not do well on a roast chicken. Four ninety nine a pound. It uh it covers and if you like a little bit more roasted on the outside, uh, more surface area comes in contact with the heat source source heat source, the old heat source, heat sauce. No heat source. That's where the heat comes from here. Uh, what accent is that, Scoots? It's a confused Ron Conkerman accent. Uh, shorter cooking time, moisture bird, crispy skin. Lemon and rosemary, delicious, brined with orange and lime, vinegar, garlic, rosemary, parsley, and lemon. That sounds delicious. If I see one of those, I will pick it up. Uh, pumpkin ravioli. Skip, like, here's the thing. I'm going to skip it. Honey roasted pumpkin ravioli. I know there might be fans out there. Not, I'm, not, I'm pretty much not going to be one, probably. Uh, just doesn't sound... Uh, it just doesn't sound brown sugar, like honey, brown sugar, not in a savory dish for me. This is another popular one. They also recommend matching it with the pumpkin ravioli. Autumnal harvest creamy pasta sauce. Uh, I'm not a big fan of gourds. I mean, like I love gourds. I love looking at them. Gourds, uh, their seeds, delightful. Gourds, uh, the, that's... Uh, when people play gourds uh, musically, enjoy listening to it. But eating gourds, uh, gourds and root vegetables, too close. Like, I'm, I'm so close. To, I think I had one too many mud pies as a child. So, won't be eating any gour- gourds. Uh, plus, probably because somebody called me Gordo. And I said, like, uh, but the autumnal harvest creamy pasta sauce, uh, 2015 debut. It's rookie year, 2015. Uh, well, they got uh, people have it as a soup. Uh, it's a tomato-based pasta sauce with seasonal extras, but extras in quotes. Uh, yeah, here we go: pumpkin, butternut squash, carrots. I like uh, so carrots are a root vegetable. I mean, but they're like you know, <laughs> like uh, not like I don't know. I've been overexposed. They're aromatic. Uh, whether you go fancy with Fusilli or Gaga over Giggly, uh, try it. Murasaki Mur- sweet potatoes, purple on the outside, cream colored on the inside. I've never had this. Uh, they look like a russet. Do they taste like one? No, they're sweet. Oh, that's why I haven't had them. With a hint of chestnut. They can be fluffy. Oh, sweet potato. That's why they're called sweet potatoes. Uh that's a root vegetable. I guess, you know, is potato a root vegetable? Because I don't mind potatoes either. Is leek a root vegetable? I guess I take back some root vegetables. Butternut, squash, mac, and cheese. Uh, I, I could skip, if I wasn't doing a sleep podcast, I'd skip right over it. Uh, there's two gourds talking to each other. A gourd walks into a bar, and the bartender says, uh, I don't know. That's not the joke. I was trying to think of a make up my own joke. Uh, I don't know what to like. Uh, 
He said, are you here for the pumpkin carving contest? And I said, no, I'm, uh, I'm looking for dirt. What time's in, do you know what time the 51A comes by here? Okay, that's, that is a sleep podcast. Butternut, squash, mac, and cheese. Mundu. Big no for me. Cheddar, gouda, and parmesan, like that. Uh, bechamel, butternut, squash, puree, nutmeg, and sage. Those are just things I, another, another thing I, I'm, uh, I take a sage, I like sage is like the fourth or fifth layer in a layer of flavors. It's in the top three. I save it for when, you know, I'm trying to sm- smudge my house, you know. Pumpkin Alfredo sauce, uh, it's a, uh, t- you know, tell it to Fredo because they uh, go put it with Fredo because uh, festive flavoring, cozy, comforting reminder, changing the season, scrumptious signposts, such good alliteration. It's a uh, Grana Padano, Pecorano, Romano cheeses, uh, mix of savory spices, garlic, onion, sage, and black pepper, which is now my thing. Plus, I like uh, like hang out with a lot of people that are intolerant to dairy. So there's, a, okay, fully cooked Italian-style meatballs. And I haven't bought these in a while, but this is a strong recommend. Also, the meatless meatballs is a strong recommend. You can have these on hand, right? And you can use them to make, you know, for pasta. Meatball subs you can make with these. Uh, they're not fancy. They're not super innovative. Uh, and there's nothing exciting about them. They taste delicious. You, you know, you can um, fry them, too. Like, you crisp the outside of them. That's another good way to put, put them. They're already flame broiled. Just heat them in the oven or simmer them in a pot. Four forty nine. I mean, that is an easy dinner. You, you can use one of these, uh, probably not an Alfredo sauce with meatball, huh? I mean, what I would recommend is like a 50-50 meatball, uh, half meat, meatless and half meat meatball uh, pasta dish or 50-50 sub. But I mean, yeah, you could, you could use, you could get two meals probably out of that, uh, if, especially if you buy one bag of each, but that's not seasonal. Uh, I'm surprised it made the cut in there. Here's autumnal harvest soup or pumpkin bisque. Uh, didn't we already cover that? Oh, I guess we were doing pasta sauces. Uh, what do we got here? Let me guess. There's uh, sage and uh, butternut squash, pumpkin, and tomatoes. Uh, chunky harvest. This one does look good. Or one of them. I've seen it in one of the aisles in a jar. But I, you know, I said, oh, pumpkin puree, heavy cream, fall spices, cinnamon and nutmeg, and a touch of honey for sweetness. And tahini is the secret ingredient. Now, that intrigues me because I, I like tahini. But just not with those sweeter, I'm a bitter man, you know. I like my, what can I say? I don't cross, you know, I can eat like foods touching one another. I'm not one of those people. Like put it on a plate, I'll mix it all together if it's supposed to be mixed together. I mean, I prefer to have my salad separate, but if my salad gets some tomato and pasta on it, I'll eat it. Uh, But there's something about this uh, that uh, just uh, the the idea of cinnamon. I mean, cinnamon in some... Like, uh, like, like cinnamon is like a third or fourth layer in a, uh, like a mole or some sort of, uh, you know, like a really all day cooked pork or something. I can, I can get with that. 
But, you know, you got to have the cinnamon down there, bullet bay leaf and the clove. And uh, I don't know, just my opinion, there's a person in a bucket who says, is this in their dress like kind of like a jester? And they say, is this TJ's pumpkin biscuit going to be delicious? Yep, it's melting the soles of my shoes. That's pretty, They don't call me fearless for nothing. So this must be fearless. Uh, so fearless is a steampunkian jester. Kind of looks like someone who got cut out of like, like um, um, or maybe, like, I don't know. See, is this somebody from a Tim Burton movie? He's got checkered pants on boots, a striped shirt or a striped vest, then a floral jacket, a top hat, and then steampunk goggles, pumpkin samosas, uh, mini, spicy, delicious. Uh, not my thing either. Or pumpkin to pumpkin empanadas. Uh, you'd say this is my idea of something, uh, I wouldn't be into either way. Scoots, would you prefer pumpkin samosas or empanadas? Uh, so the, let's see, what, what are the flavors in these? Uh, mini, spicy, pumpkin samosas, flaky pastry exterior. Okay, wait a second. Garam masala, cumin, coriander, chili powder, fennel seeds. Uh, so I'm going to see where there's a pumpkin. So this one could be, doesn't have any sweets. So this has the most potential. And I will say that, yes, some of the more, like an Indian type of spice, uh, like a curry in pumpkin, I can see those flavors working together. I mean, maybe you're saying, Scoots, I can see right through your hypocrisy. And I say, uh, what can I say? I mean, I'm a human being. So this pumpkin samosas, I don't eat a lot of samosas, but uh, it does sound... This one so far, I'm not rejecting. How's that? Pumpkin empanadas. Now, if I had to choose between a samosa and an empanada, nine times out of ten, unless, like, there was a bad review or something, I'd go with the empanada. Flaky pastry exterior. I don't know. I've just had a lot of positive empanada experiences in New York City, mostly, uh... Maybe in Las Vegas, I had some good empanadas, uh, different parts of Florida. Let's see this one. So we could have another one. So, oh, slightly sweet pumpkin filling. Sorry. Clove, cinnamon, ginger, allspice, creamy coconut milk, uh, but doesn't taste like coconut. Less pumpkin pie spice and instead of sweet pumpkin flavor. Here's the thing. Why don't you go all the way? I'll have a, I'll, here's what I'll take. A pumpkin dessert empanada. Pumpkin empanada, pumpkin pie empanada. That's what I would eat. Uh, now this one, this is something that sounds delicious. I haven't had it yet. It is on my purchase list. Sweet cinnamon filled Korean pancakes. Now you're on the right page with scoots. Like if I'm going to have something for breakfast. Uh, so let's see. Strolling through Seoul. On a chilly morning, uh, you can f- encounter the sa- scent of fresh hot oka, hot teoka, served straight from the grills and the deep fryers. This flaky, flavorful pancakes come in all kinds of varieties. It's originally classically sweet and aromatic. Uh, this is a cinnamon-filled version that remains the most popular. Four pancakes uh, that can be quickly prepared. 
And uh, they get a toasty brown exterior. Pleasant. This one might be good in the, uh, this one might be good to waffle. And that seems like something they'll have in stock even when it's not, uh, okay. Pumpkin cranberry crisps. This again, apricot, cherry, cranberry, goat cheese. You know, I taste the goat and goat cheese, so I can't have that. Uh, seasonal snacking, eight years and counting. Oh, so crispy loaf shaped dough. 3.5 ounces, not a pumpkin cranberry crisp. I could eat those if I was at somebody's house, but I think this would be something I would buy, buy, buy and probably not eat. Uh, spiced uh, uncured charcuterie, right? That's how you say that? Charcuterie. Wow, it, it does charcuterie. Charcuterie. Okay, if you're looking for autumn, this is Uncured Charcuterie Collection. Three traditional Italian meats, all with a spicy uh, profile. Spicy copa, that's pork shoulder uh, fermented and dried for 90. Sugar, red pepper, black pepper, white pepper, nutmeg, and cloves. And a soppressa, that's uh, same 60 days. Uh, Sugar, red pepper, cayenne, white pepper, garlic, and paprika. Then a capicola, that's uh, 15 days. Uh, cayenne, black pepper, paprika, nutmeg, and cloves. I don't know if those are coming in a sausage shape or they're already sliced. Because uh, I made this one dinner the, like last week from New York Times. Uh, it was a pepperoni pasta. So... I made it, I tweaked the recipe slightly. So I had some pepperoni and some salami, a good quality salami, or no chorizo, a dried chorizo though. And then I, I didn't have tomato paste. So I reduced uh, fire roasted tomatoes. But other than that, I followed the recipe. It's got lemon, it's got garlic, very, very good and popular with the people I served it to. Uh, it has some uh, Parmesan ready to go, and, you know, you can use your whole grain, nice whole grain pasta. I had uh, the brown rice and quinoa. I don't know if it was a fusilli. It may have been. Uh, cheddar cheese and scotch bonnet. With This is kind of a cheddar cheese with scotch bonnet and chili and red peppers. Uh, is this going to be more spicy or more of a sweet? The woolen tam shanter, scotch bonnet, delicate sweetness, uh, but remarkable level of heat, hotter than jalapenos. That's a little too hot for me, I think. Uh, time-tested cheese-making. It's a savory cheddar. Oh, it comes with a red pepper relish. Uh, uh, delight for heat seekers. I mean, I do like a spicy cheese, uh, but, but uh, again, rare. You know, I'm probably eating a spicy cheese, you know, six times a year. I mean, believe me, I would eat it all the time if I could, but it's just, you know, reality. Okay, apricot, cranberry, goat's milk, cheese log. That's not something I can eat because I can taste the goat. Uh, let's see, they got apricot, cherry, some other thing, which I'm assuming is cranberry and a goat. Uh, yeah, dried apricots, sweetened dried tart cherries, sweetened dried cranberries, chopped and rolled into plumps of tar- plump logs of goat cheese. Yeah, no thank you. Might be good with might be good not for me though. 
I'm trying. I'm trying. Fall leaf color tortilla chips. So that sounds nice to look at. And I mean, uh, tortilla chips are always good. Uh, leaf shaped, leaf shaved, leaf shaped chips. Uh, stone ground corn. Uh, sunflower oil, sea salt. Uh, nature's responsible for these stunning colors. Uh, so no artificial dyes. Uh, they get their sunset warm sunset hues. Beet, carrot, and pumpkin powder. Pumpkin spice hummus. Now that could be something good for somebody. Vine dried garbanzo beans. Man, whoever writes this really. Vine dried garbanzo beans. That's a piece of great writing there. In this case, the sesame flavor of tahini is swapped out for the pumpkin puree. Probably not. I, like I do like Trader. I think I like Trader Joe's hummus. And there's there one of my favorite snacks. I talked about it before. Is uh, a, a a regular potato chip and hummus. Uh, really, really, it's so underrated. Nobody even talks about it. La petite carrots of many colors. Uh, these are uh, four to, these would probably be good for a, a salad. Uh, rich purples, bold, bold reds and bright yellows and ghostly whites. Uh, was until 1600s that Dutch farmers crossbred yellow and red carrots to create the orange one in honor of the Netherlands national color. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everything they say, they say that stuff's got that stuff in there that's good for you. So eat your rainbows, you know. Uh, they're trimmed to their greens, ready to go directly from the bag into, a, oh, roasting them. I didn't even think about that. Great idea. Three ninety I'll definitely be doing that. I have to hit up the Trader Joe's. Uh, Rosslet, R-A-C-L-E-T-T, some kind of cheese, Rosslet, uh. Melted cheese stands out as one of life's treasures. Is this, Oh, this is like one of those Swiss cheeses. Uh, normally created for, for the purpose of melting and scraping onto steamed potatoes, bread, and briny cornichons. Uh, named Rasselette from the French Rasselaire to scrape. Uh, silky smooth, oh so muscle cheese. Sliced and ready to melt. Wow, that sounds delicious too. Next Alpine tradition, you can melt it on anything. Man, five ninety nine. Sign me up. Uh, now we got some seasonal snacking suggestions. Dry roasted maple almonds. Uh, uh, California almonds, triple whammy of maple seasoning, maple sugar, and natural maple. These might be good with some caramel corn, maybe. Uh, once they're coated with maple, we dry roast them. Crunchy, sweet, mapley almonds. Uh, oh, yeah, they even say mix it with the maple and sea salt kettle corn. So I found a, like, a place where I have my uh, co-working space, right, that I work at a few days a week with, cause, with commuting to school, my daughter to school, and uh, there's a popcorn shop, and it's not in a mall. It's, like, out on the street, and I, like, I, like it doesn't open till noon. But I was like, is this is a popcorn shop? Uh, so I'm only buying popcorn from there, except for the popcorn I make at home. So, like, but, so I did buy a popcorn once because I, I don't really eat a lot of popcorn, but they have... It's definitely on my list. So the, but Trader Joe's has a maple and sea salt kettle corn, but I'd rather support this business. It seems like a small business. Could be run by Popcorn International, but uh, 
I don't know. I see the same people working there. So, and I went and bought, I mean, it wasn't actually, like I said, uh, I'm sorry, like how much was that? Uh, but it was delicious. So, so the car, I got caramel corn the first time. So next time I guess they have a kettle corn. This is something I hear hype on. I haven't tried it. It's uh, pumpkin spice, teeny tiny pretzels, uh, Pretzel Slims, Cute Crunchy Mini Twists, Sweet Yogurt Coating, Pumpkin Spice, Crushed Pumpkin and Spiced Pumpkin Seeds. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's good. And believe me, I understand that there's pumpkin fans. Like, I'm a more of a peppermint fan, so I'm getting my season soon. So, you know, everybody has the things, pumpkin spice batons. Uh, oh, and there's someone that said, I said kettle drum, not kettle corn. She's uh, conducting. She's conducting. There's a person playing with a kettle drum, drum full of kettle corn, and she's speaking to him. She's a, what do you call that, a director? What do you call that, the maestro? Conductor. Thanks, brain. Uh, pumpkin spice batons. Uh, you know, they had those cocoa batons, the, uh, coffee cocoa batons, vanilla batons, lemon batons. Again, these are the things I would love to buy, but then I would, you know, <laughs> like, I could, like I just can't. Or what I do is I buy it and I put it in my fr- like cupboard for two or three years. Um, but that does sound good. So, wait a second. Oh, no, I tried those. Okay, we'll get to those in a minute. So, okay, next up is mini maple walnut biscotti. Tenderly, caramelly, sweet, uh, classic maple bar is hard to beat, but a soft, doughy texture makes it admittedly hard to keep handy when a surprise craving hits. Uh, this is a maple bar of sorts. Does it have anise in there? How is it a biscotti if it doesn't have anise? Uh, tender chopped walnuts. This doesn't actually sound bad. I'm not a big biscotti person, but I'm not, usually I'm not uh, negatory about everything, but. Uh, just this pumpkin spice season. Now, this one, again, was really looking forward to this. I do have one that I bought before this, which was like a strawberry shortcake sandwich cookie. This one is cinnamon bun cookies. They were just okay. It sounded so delicious, and I even talked about it at checkout with the checkout person. Um, the cinnamon bun cookies are deceptively simple in constructions. Two super soft uh, cinnamon brown sugar cookies in a sticky dollop of cinnamon spiced cream filling. Uh, but you'll be impressed at the you know how they taste and melt in your mouth. Uh, they're pretty good, uh, but uh, not as good as to, I guess you just might as well have a cinnamon bun. Okay, maple pecan cluster cereal. This one is good, I think. This is the one that, uh, yeah, this is really good. Are you a flakes person or cluster person? Trader Joe's maple pecan cluster cereal. Crispy corn flakes. I love this. They're cluster type cereals. Uh, $4.49, 20-ounce box. Have it with pumpkin oats. So you can be on team flakes or team clusters. Pumpkin spice coffee, uh, you know, that's just plain, uh, you know, that's a pass for me. I mean, maybe to like, you have something evocative. Maybe, I don't know. I'd like to try it. I had a pumpkin something cold brew and it was pretty good. Seven ninety nine. 
Okay, pumpkin, non-fat yogurt, or organic pumpkin, creamy cashew. I have that one in my fridge. I haven't had it yet. Uh, 99 cents. I think I have the, um, ca- I don't know if I have the cashew alternative or the Greek yogurt, but I do have that, so that's on my list to try. Okay, pumpkin spread, pumpkin spice, pumpkin Portuguese, uh, Produce some pumpkin preserves that are very simple, pumpkiny and delicious, made in small batches, sweet and savory spread. I won't get that, but then they have right next to it the cinnamon bun spread. Keep this in your refrigerator. It's great. Uh, what's your favorite part of a cinnamon bun? A soft, doughy bread, a sweetness. This thing is great for spreading on stuff. Holy cow. Uh, tapioca syrup, honey, cinnamon, brown sugar, butter, cream. It's good on anything that you're having that you want to taste like cinnamon bun. Honey crisp uh, apples. I haven't had one. I'm not, maybe I did buy some. I don't think I bought apples at Trader Joe's, to be honest. Scientifically speaking, they say the honey crisp super crunch is due to its cell structures being larger than other apples. That's why it's uh, one of America's favorite. Uh, pumpkin cheesecake. I haven't had that either. That would be something that maybe. Uh, Maybe try it with some spooky bats and cats, sour gummy candies. Uh, it's, uh, six, that'd be great for a party. Cinnamon Brooklyn Bobka. Uh, that's perfect. I mean, this is something that is good for anything, uh, but you may be making some breakfast out of that. So like a coffee cake, cinnamon roll, and a brioche bun uh, all rolled up. Uh, uh, it's uh, much like a chocolate babka. It, uh, it's rich, soft dough filled with sesame, cinnamon, and sugar. So, yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing that makes a dreamy, uh, French, uh, what do you call it? French toast. We're just fine on its own with butter. Maple bacon flavor stuffy dog treats. Uh, huh, I'll have to look at this. Uh, soft shell, outside the shell with dehydrated ground pumpkin. TJ's fig cookie. Oh, they're like uh, fig newtons, but for dogs. Co likes, uh, she does, we do get her Trader Joe's treats, but she likes the hard biscuity ones. Uh, apple juice. And I don't see the, uh, oh, we bought this. I haven't used it. Organic villa, vanilla bean paste. Uh, it's four ninety nine. And I, I'm just trying to think about working with it. Maybe I did use it in something, uh, it's a Madagascar vanilla beans, uh, but unlike vanilla extract, it's a thicker, more viscous creation. What I plan on using is when people, when actually dishes call for vanilla bean versus vanilla extract. Uh, if you're looking for big vanilla flavor. So, yeah, and this one's organic. Last year they did it with a non-organic version. They got a ton of fall, fall, fall flowers, apple cider scent, foaming hand soap. Uh, and we're on to the last page here. What do we got? Pumpkin spiced cream liqueur. Can't have that. Uh, you know what I can recommend? Maybe I recommended it in the next one. Apple cider. Uh, and I got some. Do yourself a favor if they have that. It's a apple cider fruit spread. Holy cow, you put that with a good, uh, that makes a good PB&J. Green apple sparkling mineral water. But, you know, I'm a big fan of the, like, uh, well, the ones they don't have anymore. They had a tropical one. 
but hopefully they have the winter ones that I like. Uh, uh, what is that called? It's named after wine, a sweet wine drink you have, uh, but it's just sparkling water. That's my favorite. Uh, and then I would mix the pineapple and the tropical coconut one they used to have, but they don't make those anymore. What is that one called? Uh, sangria. They have a sangria flavored water. Doesn't really taste like sangria. It just has like a grapey. But this one's green apple. Never got into green apple flavored water. But Trader Joe's, uh, they do have their bottles of water quality. Uh, you know, they're made from uh, from protected underground sources. And then Sour Bats and Cats Gummies. That's like the Sour Patch Kids. Uh, Two ninety nine, always delicious. Bring it to a movie. I mean, that's what you're gonna ha- want to have in a movie anyway. So yeah, that's uh, this fall's fearless flyer. Maybe uh, since this one was a little bit better of a start, and maybe I'll be setting up scoots for uh, the one from August next, or maybe scoots already talked about that. Uh, but just in case, good night, everybody, and thanks for the support. Our right, patrons, it's scoots here, and I've got a in front of me. The August 2021 Fearless Flyer. So if you're listening to this, I don't know when in the future you are. I'm recording this in September, so hopefully I'll be able to make a combo episode maybe with uh, the one with all the pumpkin stuff. But uh, this was the first one I picked up in a while. And I think I picked it up. Oh, I guess it was the end of August when I was in there. It felt like September already, but it's a culinary compendium. Fearless Flyer. Culinary Compendium, Double Alliteration. And it kicks off with a non-dairy oat beverage. Uh, it doesn't. It calls it an oat beverage versus oat milk, which I don't know. Um, this sticks out to me. Some places call it a beverage. Some places call it milk. And I don't know the difference. I think we, do, we did go through one thing of this. Um, and, you know, they say there's this oat and water, mil- mildly milky sweet, uh, but they didn't add cane sugar. Uh, they just uh, added balanced sweetness by breaking down the starches naturally present in oats to create sugars. Um, and I do like an oat beverage or an oat milk, uh, but uh, I do find um, that I can, su- like, I, that I, my daughter prefers an almond uh beverage and when i compare uh like usually i'm i'm having it as like a like a like um i guess i like i feel like the oat beverage is more like on on the same caloric intake and stuff as a a regular dairy milk where the almond beverage is usually about a a 60 percent no no 40 to 50 percent less So, so i do fall find myself drinking more, I, but I did make an overnight oats with a dairy oat beverage, which is always fun. So you're getting a double your oat beverage. I saw this when I was there, but I didn't buy it. Spicy, I've been to Trader Joe's twice uh, recently, like in the last uh, six weeks, and I saw this spicy porkless plant based snack rind. But I did not buy it. Let's see. As people said it's not possible. Lo and behold, we got it. Crispy, crunchy, and salty, and satisfying. Oh, so it's crispy and crunchy. It's vegan, gluten-free, and kosher certified. They're baked, not fried. Whoa, boy. Seven grams of protein per one ounce. So I'm going to have to look at this. Uh, I'll probably buy it the next time I'm there. Uh, baked and uh, high in protein. 
I'll check it out. Then they have uh, matcha green tea powder for one or two. And uh, see the sheer portability. So it must come in. Um, maybe it comes in a tin. Oh no, this is a individual packet. So unsweetened matcha, and then it comes with the recipe. It has a delicate hint of sweetness, and it comes with seven single serve packets for six ninety nine. They also have a recipe with oat, uh, oat matcha latte, water, oat milk, and matcha. Well, I guess because that would have caffeine, because matcha has caffeine, right? Okay, but so far I haven't had anything yet. A cold pressed pineapple juice, twelve ounces for two ninety nine. So that's a little bit. It probably is delicious. Uh, hydraulic press, maximum extraction, HPP, high pressure processing, and it says lunch on the go. Uh, and it has a teacher saying, "So you see, class, there's nothing virtual about the values at Trader Joe's." And she's at an ABC chalkboard. And then they have sliced bread for sandwiches. Uh, and some people might not think, uh, whatever they say, they sailed the culinary seas looking for interesting products to share. And we found some high quality. They have sliced white or whole wheat breads. Our whole wheat is baked, baked, baked with holy flour and honey, soft and moist. White bread is unbleached, sour, soft <laughs> flour, soft and fluffy textures. Both loaves are slow cooled. Ooh, yeah. And then they even have some tips, you know, to maybe try some fresh packed strawberry preserves, uh, creamy no stir peanut butter, uh, cheddar and gruyere melange uh, on the whole wheat, or black forest ham, roasted slices turkey, and a side of sweet, sweet and spicy pickle chips and onions. Uh, Every twenty-two ounce loaf is one seventy-nine. I will say that when I'm recording this, uh, if you patrons have been following along, I'm like I'm working out of a, a co-working space two or three days a week now, and so I pack a lunch, and usually I like uh, have a half a breakfast, and then my other half of the breakfast as a snack later, and um. So I have had peanut butter and jelly for both lunch and breakfast as well as, but I haven't gotten Trader Joe's bread. I am big on that, uh, uh, that popular bread now. I don't want to say the name, but, uh, I, I like the seeded one and they have like a thin slice version of the bread. So, uh, you can eat two slices and, in, in kind of, um, it's whole wheat. It's just so, so I don't know. I like that bread and it tastes good and it has seeds and seeds on it. So in it, uh, so I like that. And then they talk about their oven breast, turk, oven breast and ham. And even though I'm a ham on the mic, you probably, I don't know if you do know this. I'm not a ham fan. I probably am, uh, a fan of, I probably could eat more ham, uh, without objection and i actually don't know the difference between black forest ham and regular ham but i think like uh at some point in my life i think it was like a dry ham maybe a dry easter hams year after year and then maybe because i had ham for lunch like maybe two or three years or more in a row because once i found something i ate i just ate that for lunch every day so maybe I just had too much hams, too many ham sandwiches, because I think we had more ham than turkey. 
uh, as kids. And my mom was had to make you know lunch for six kids. I can't believe that. I mean, at some point, I think my daughter makes her own lunch or prepares her own lunch. So I wish I was more like my daughter. Uh, pretzel bagels. Now, this was this has always been one of my big buys. Uh, I haven't bought them in years because. Uh, you know, I'm trying to eat more uh, whole grains. But if you want a treat, uh, I used to love this for breakfast or for lunch. And maybe I'll pick some up instead of a pretzel roll. I'll have pretzel bagels because it has, like, I love a pretzel roll. Like, have a burger on a pretzel bagel. Um, I love pretzel bagels. One of the, I haven't had them in maybe two two years. I thought they stopped selling them, but they, clearly they do. I've, I know I've talked about it probably in the three, 100, 100 to 500 episodes of the podcast. So, yeah, Trader Joe's pretzel bagels, two sixty nine. Now, the next thing I had, and I think when I first had it, I probably I needed a snack. I don't know if I, maybe I missed my lunch, so I ate about a, a half a bag. So I would say be cautious if you buy these Carolina Gold style barbecue flavored Ridge Cup potato chips that they shorten by CGBS. It is uh, it's a good flavor because it's kind of more of a mustery Carolina barbecue sauce, uh, and so it's not like a it doesn't taste the same as a barbecue chip. Uh, it's uh, similar but different. And I highly recommend it. Also, right, a good amount of crunch. Uh, I could, I would recommend this with. Uh, I didn't try it, but with just uh, what's that stuff called with chickpeas? Hummus by itself, a plain hummus, maybe. Or I mean, if you're really if you're eating it on the weekend on on the day, like uh, you, you maybe even like some sort of ranch or onion uh, dip would be even like a cooling dip. Not that this is spicy, but it's. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Okay, next up we got Fig Cookie Physics, uh, Trader Joe's Fig Cookies. What are the difference between Fig Cookies and Newtons? Maybe just, uh, they have Sir Isaac Newton next to it who says heavy. Uh, first, these cookies will absolutely remain in the package at rest until acted upon. Oh, that's like the jokes about physics. Uh, every time you take a fig cookie, scientific laws, extra chewy. Holy dough. Surrounding, I'm going to have to look at this package because a whole wheat dough surrounding a chewy figgy center. You know, figs taste good and they're good good for you. Now, here's something I haven't seen because I have, I have they've been, uh, they have cedar wrapped sockeye salmon. They used to sell these cedar planks that you could wrap yourself. Uh, and now it looks like they already have it ready for you. Yeah, the sheet is wrapped and hand-tied around a six-ounce bone filet. Wild-caught uh, sockeye salmon. So wild-caught salmon. These are really good to put on. Oh, it's got a little smoked sea salt, chipotle powder, flaky tender. Sounds delicious. And uh, uh, four ninety-nine. You get two two of those. That's a meal for three people. And yeah, if you if you grill that on both sides for just a little bit. Uh, it almost gets kind of steamed, steam grilled, really good. Cold brew coffee, barbecue sauce. Uh, sounds good, but this is the kind of thing I couldn't risk eating at dinner because it, say, does it does have uh, coffee in it. It has cold brew coffee concentrate. Yeah. 
I can't, like I have, because I make a sleep podcast, you know, I get, uh, I have coffee paranoia, so I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be, I'd say, well, I mean, maybe for early lunch, uh, four turkey burgers, so 329. I'm not a big fan of turkey burgers. Uh, um, I've not had much success, but there was a time for a while. This was back a long time ago where I was making, where I went to ground turkey thinking, and even sometimes ground turkey and tofu as alternative to other ground things. But I just found over time, like, uh, it just, it was too dry. So I don't know if uh, they've gotten better at that. I mean, I'd be willing to try it if if it's like you have to combine all the kind of meats of the turkey. You can't just have... uh, I don't know, like, so it has some fat, because I think that's the main issue, is it was so dry, because it was so, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Organic free-range chicken drumsticks. I used to buy this and burn my daughter out on these maybe 10 years ago. I would buy a pack of these and cook cook two for dinner um, for her, and now she won't eat it. You know, now she'll never eat a drumstick again. This next one is a Cuban style seasoning blend, and I highly recommend this. I have I'm on my second bottle of this or whatever container. Uh, strong, strong recommend. It's uh, the full title is the Trader Joe's Cuban style citrusy citrusy garlic seasoning blend, and here's where I've used it on fish. Uh, on Brussels, roasted Brussels sprouts. Like if you just use it on roasted Brussels sprouts alone, you're getting your money's worth and beyond. Uh, but yeah, they recommend it on the chicken, on your turkey burger, uh, probably on beans. I haven't even tried it. I made some beans yesterday from scratch and I put chili powder and salt in there. But uh, that might be good for when I have... Why didn't I pack any beans for my lunch today? That's when I was just thinking to myself, I really missed the boat on that. Okay, what else we have? A premium Angus flank steak. Uh, I do like to make a ropa vieja with a flank steak in the oven, slow cook it in the oven, and then cook it again. Like then you kind of, uh, what do you call that? With a fork, you shred it up and then cook it again in a, like a sauce. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just haven't done that for a while. Cause I think flank steak, uh, is really best to slow cook. Do they do, I do see people say, oh, you could have it. Um, this longer, thinner cut, cut is known for having more connective tissue than the others. So it's perfect for a London broil, uh, uh, but it is, they say you could enjoy, does it say fajitas, a quicker meals, uh, stir fries? I don't know about it. I don't know. Oh, maybe if you cut across the grain. I think I've tried that, though. Uh, they have a chicken and andouille sausage. Uh, that's, uh, we, we don't, I don't buy those anymore. Um, but my daughter does enjoy it. Like, we would get a couple packs of chicken sausage from Trader Joe's. I think she liked kind of the apple one. And those would be good. You know, you could grill them or you could fry them. You could put them in pasta or you can eat them with beans. And they're already cooked, so they just got to be kind of heated up and kind of finished. Uh, so really easy to, here's another, here's a mindful snacking, four ninety nine a pound for California almonds. Uh, 
I do really like their 50 or less salted uh, roasted almonds. These are raw. I prefer the like their 50% less salt. Those ones are really good at Trader Joe's. And I do like their fla- some of their flavored almonds. Like they have like a smokehouse type one. And what I'll do is like I'll buy, uh, here's what I had created recently. Uh, now this is all store-bought stuff, so nothing homemade other than mixing myself. So I'd get a, a thing of low-salt almonds, then a thing of smokehouse almonds, either Trader Joe's or whatever, the, you know, the brands. Uh, mix those together and then take some of those. So about, I usually have enough for a snack for a few days and I'll put it in a Tupperware with some sesame seeds and then some uh, chickpea snacks. And those chickpea snacks normally will have a flavor uh, like a Thai chili or barbecue. And then you mix all those together in about equal measure of all four. And then a nice little snack. Now it is very dense, so but uh, a lot of good stuff in there. One handful makes a good snack. Now, this one's interesting. Organic freeze-dried berry medley, three ninety nine for a one point two ounce package. Uh, but this would be good to have for the winter because it's got blueberry and a couple of strawberries uh, and raspberries and two of my favorite berries. Uh, or maybe not. I guess not. Like blueberries and blackberries, strawberries and raspberries. I I enjoy. And these might be good to put into something like for breakfast. So like I remember for a while, I would make in a mixed berry scone that Trader Joe's had. That was good. Crispy, crunchy chips. This is written in orange fonts. Uh, snack crisp, uh, but it's better to have crisp te- texture. Uh, this is, you better be crunchy if you call it crunchy. I don't know what's made out of. Oh, mild bean, sprinkle of sea salt, mild beanie flavor. Oh, pea flour and chickpea flour. Now, here's another thing that's got my attention. Plum cots, more like yum cots. Uh, and this is trademarked. Uh, stone fruits are your thing. Plum cots, now your chance. Uh, multiple varieties of these plum apricot hybrids on the shelf. Uh there's a red-fleshed plum cot, a green-skinned, yellow-fleshed one, or a purple and speckle-skinned one. So I'll have to check those. I love, I, love, uh, I love stone fruits, and I know people have allergies. My daughter has an allergy to stone fruits, but so do two famous podcast hosts. Uh, uh, from two, I don't want to you know, say who they are, but really famous uh from really good podcasts, uh, they have uh, stone fruit allergies. Organic spicy honey sauce. I know that's a hot thing, like hot honey, but not for me. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a fan of sweet and spicy. I'm a fan of spicy and savory. I mean, maybe like a cinnamon hot chocolate. So maybe I could add it to my tea, but I don't think so. Uh, extra hot habanero ghost pepper salsa. Not enough. It's extra hot for me. Sweet and spicy pickle chips and onions. Uh, bread and butter pickles uh, harvested uh, traditionally during unsalable from unsalable cucumbers during in Illinois during the Great Depression. 
And they, they had it, and then they said, let's put some onions in there. 16-ounce fluid jar, spicy mango lemonade. It's sweet, tart, and spicy. And uh, it's uh, two forty nine for a 32-ounce bottle. I don't know. I think I tried that once, but uh, probably not for me. Inevitable Ubi Mochi. And it has a, a Ubi saying, I am inevitable. Uh, this is inevitable. The inspiration for this texture combo came from a crew member in one of our stores. Yay, crew. It's uh, Ubi ice cream uh, enveloped in, a, you know, in mochi, purple-hued from fruits and vegetable u- u- juices. Uh, so that sounds pretty good. I may have even had this. I, I like mochi and I like Ubi or Ube. Uh, organic vanilla fudge chip ice cream. I'll just, I'm not, I'll take my vanilla ice cream and, and I'll make my own. I mean, I'm big on making my own, uh, whatever those things are called, the Dairy Queen, the whatever they're called, Blizzit Blizzies or whatever. Uh, spice chai tea concentrate. I like making a, I have chai tea bags, so I'll, I'll go with that or that espresso, uh, spiced espresso tea or Bengal spice from, uh, Celestial seasonings. Well, this is interesting. Amped up almonds. Uh, uh, they're perennial dark cover chocolate almonds. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, they're enrobed. Uh, and uh, oh, they added pea protein. So it's uh, 16 grams of protein per 2.5 ounce uh, bag. That's double the protein. In the normal dark chocolate-covered almonds, and they reduce the sugar uh, to 14 grams per bag. Uh, here's something my like I don't know if my dog ever wanted a Reuben, but they have deli-style corned beef dog treats. Uh, probably sounds like something that might give her a tummy ache. So I'll stick to stuff that uh, at least the fake flavors are, I know already, like peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter JoJo's. Uh, I'll wait for the, uh, I guess it was one of the most uh, popular flavors in their multi-flavored JoJo holiday collection. Uh, but uh, I think I, I like those pumpkin ones. Uh, that was one of the things I was surprised. I said, I like these pumpkin JoJo's. Cocoa almond spread, I have some of that. Uh, then let's just skip over the... Uh, uh, the booze section, cheesy, pleasy, light shredded mozzarella. Uh, this is a light mozzarella. It's a handy pouch of pre-shredded cheese, 60% less fat, 25% fewer calories. And it still has a firm and chewy texture. I just wonder if this would melt the same way. I guess because I only have pizza once a week and I make it at home that I personally prefer a whole milk mozzarella. Then this is one they were talking about. Does this sound good? Cheddar and Gruyere melange cheese. Uh, it's deeply rooted in the land of Wisconsin, once covered with glaciers. Uh, let's see. It's not quite as ancient as the glaciers, but we found it in our cheesecake for more than a decade. And crafted just for us by a Wisconsin master cheesemaker, aged for 90 days. Seventy forty nine a pound, uh, corn Mexican style corn and quinoa salad. Is this in like the uh, 
prepared salads. Yeah, four ninety nine. This might be good with some ch- chicken or uh, something else in there. Uh, uh, roast corn, mayonnaise, coheated cheese, uh, and a soft, uh, perfectly cooked quinoa and brown rice, uh, crisp cabbage and kale, some roasted poblano cilantro dressing uh, that subs for the mayo, wedge of lime. Uh, that does sound different, delicious. They also, they said, maybe pair it with the ve- vegan enchilada casserole, which is on the next page. Uh, vegan spin and the hearty filling comforts. Uh, it's a melty, saucy, multi-layered meal. Uh, layer upon layer, soft corn tortillas, roast vegetables, yams, zucchinis, onions, poblano peppers. Uh, smothered in a toasted red chili sauce, uh, mix some mozzarella and cheddar style vegan cheeses. Uh, once cooked uh, in the oven of the microwave, the savory casserole turns gooey. Sounds pretty good, and you can pair it with some salsa. Or uh, it's only five ninety nine. Sounds like a dinner ready to go. Uh, spicy cashew butter dressing. Uh, spicy cashew butter, lime juice, ginger, cilantro, and hot chili peppers into a versatile condiment. Uh, you can make it with a turkey burgers, noodles, fish, poultry, as uh, tar tango salad kit. That's another salad kit, three ninety nine. That sounds pretty good. Uh, sweet and sliced diced dates. There's another zingy zatar. We get a lot of. Uh, they say, which, who has more uh, alliteration, Great British Bake Off or Trader Joe's? Um, and I'd say, well, it doesn't really matter because, I mean, I guess because like Trader Joe's, they, you know, they get, have more time. I mean, I, I'm not, I know there's writers on Great British Bake Off and editing, and then they'd probably do some like VO work with the second round of writing, but still... I'd have to give it to Great British Bake Off, though there's some good ones in here. Dice to Dates. Uh, uh, yeah, and so this sounds pretty good. Uh, dairy-free Parmesan cheese alternative. My daughter likes this. It's a spice. Oh, no, you could pair it with a spicy cashew butter dressing. Uh, of course, they always have their flour. I haven't bought any plants at Trader Joe's. I've been trying not to just because I have so many plants and... Uh, almost all my plants have outgrown their initial one or two pots. So it's like I have so many pots, uh, and not just pots, like not, not the ones that came in, like ones I bought. Uh, and so now I'm stuck with this position of like, uh, what am I going to do now? My plants are growing up, uh, and it's a metaphor for my life, but I'm like, uh, should I just buy baby plants knowing they're going to grow up and move out of their pots? Uh, and then where am I going to put them? Like, uh, I mean, I guess I get you say, Scoots, think of somebody other than yourself. You could give them away. And I say, I could, if, if I don't think I'm emotionally ready for that. So I'd just rather live in a home with, uh, empty pots out on the deck. Uh, uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, reusable produce bags, one ninety nine. Uh, kibba, uh, Middle Eastern inspired stuffed meatballs, uh, ground beef, onions and seasoning, cumin, coriander, formed into balls, breaded, and a breading to be fried. 
Uh, but it's not just made of grains. It's a combination of cracked bulgur wheat that has been pounded together with ground beef. And meatballs wrapped in more meat. Uh, looking more like footballs than soccer balls. Uh, fried in sunflower oil. So all you do is you heat them up and you can enjoy their crisp outsides and juicy insides. Or boil them for a more tender bite. Excellent appetizer. Yeah, you put it with different sauces, herb tahani sauce, maybe spicy cashew butter dressing. Now, here's one of my MVPs of the uh, entire coronavirus is uh, mini sweet peppers. I'm, I, I definitely go through a bag of these a week because you can chop them up raw, put them in salad. They're they're good on salad. But I what I like to do is put half a bag on the grill and I just grill them, and, and I kind of blister them, and then you could toss them in salt, pepper, and olive oil. Or if you're, you know, uh, trying to watch everything, you just eat them as is. They're delicious. Uh, and then you can put them on top of pizza. Those are the three things I use them for. Topping for salad, uh, sliced up, uh, topping for pizza, and then just grilled, like between the mini sweet peppers and uh, what is that called? Uh, Brussels sprouts. Those are my two coronavirus uh, MVP vegetables. And let's get to the finish line here on this one. We got the organic coleslaw kit. Uh, yeah, you can make your own organic coleslaw. Let's see. We don't usually like to. That's why every year we offer this time-saving coleslaw kit. That says everything you need to make a fresh, classic summertime salad chopped in red and green cabbage, shredded carrots, and a creamy dressing. Toss together and you're good to go. That sounds pretty good. And then an uh, organic free trade wake-up blend of coffee that's uh, $14.99 for a big can. Or seven forty nine for a fourteen ounce bag. I, I can't. I just stick with the French roast at Trader Joe's. I like it. It works for me. Or the vanilla on the weekend. Uh, salsa Autentica uh, is been. They've been selling it since nineteen eighty three. You know they have a lot of other sauces. Uh, simple, wholesome, medium spice flavor. I don't know if I've tried this one. Uh, I'll have to look for it. I've never found, uh, no offense to Trader Joe's, any Trader Joe's salsa that's really blown me away. Uh, just ones that have been, you know, pretty good. Now, here's something that does blow me away. If I, if I did shave, this shaving cream is unbelievable. If it's clean, clothes shave you desire. I have this in my house. So I probably shave once or twice a year. No, probably once or twice every two years. Once every two years. So, but, uh. If it's clean, close, shave you desire, uh, Trader Joe's Honey Mango Moisturizing Cream Shave. So those of you that shave every day, go get this. It's 8 ounces for three ninety nine, but it feels so good, smells good. And then we're going to finish it off with one of my daughter's favorites, uh, Watermelon Lemonade Sparkling Water 8-Pack. Uh, I've actually kind of gone back and forth on this. At first, I didn't like it. Then I had one yesterday, and I said, it's pretty good. Uh, it's sparkling water. I like the blueberry. Uh, lemonade, sparkling water, it's not lemonade though. It's, uh, or wait, maybe this one is a blueberry lemonade. Is this the one that's just uh sparkling water? Or is this have actual lemonade in it? I don't know. 
Uh, I guess 329 8 8-pack, that's what I bought. So that's just a sparkling water with lemon and watermelon flavoring. It's good. And I also like the blueberry one as well. So good night. You'll either hear patrons from Scoots again or you already heard from me. So I'll just say good night uh, wherever you are and wherever you're going. I'm happy to help. Uh, thanks.